In the beginning, there was a brain. A big beautiful brain. Then, out from the fog, appear two gigantic Jews. These Jews happened to have exactly zero brains, so when they saw her, the Jews couldn't process what was going on. They stumbled forward towards the huge pulsing brain, and when they got close, the three beings merged. That was the day they became two Jews one brain. This is their story. You know us. We're with two Jews one brain. Um, formerly known as two Jews one brain. We'll see. The artist formerly known as Two Jews One Brain. Um, and we, we have a story to tell, honestly, because we just got back from therapy. You're probably wondering, <sighs> two Jews go to therapy? I know. We couldn't believe it either. It wasn't by choice. Let's be honest. We went to court. This was about six months ago, and the judge said, you, 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 we're going to have to ask you to go to therapy now. And you're probably wondering... How did you end up in court? And let me tell you. None of your damn business. None of your goddamn business. Why are you even asking that? Do you think I ask you about when your mother hit that person with their car when she had a little too much to drink? No. That's I don't between ask your you mother that. and her lord and savior. How did your mother even raise you right? If you think it's okay to ask us what we did to go to court. Wow. Wow. So the judge said, you're gonna see... My sister-in-law, Karen Leibowitz. She's a therapist, and that was really all we knew. But we knew we had to go, or we would face the wrath and the ire of the great George Lopez. The Honorable George Lopez. He's a judge now. He's a judge. He's a judge. You're probably thinking, George Lopez the actor? No, 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 no. No. This is New York. There's a lot of George Lopez's. Tons of George Lopez's. It's Sometimes one of the most... you walk down the street and you just say George Lopez and he says, yeah, what about it? George Lopez is the most common first and last name together name in the world. It's not just a first name and it's not just a last name. It's the, the first name, last name combination. Very popular. My nephew's name is George Lopez Lopez. It's true. Sometimes the George Lopez will marry another George Lopez. The common tradition in Judaism right. is to is to hyphenate the name, and you name your son George, and he becomes George Lopez Lopez. Exactly. You understand. They get it. So we went to Karen Leibowitz, and what we didn't realize until about 45 seconds in... Is that she was a total bitch? She's a total bitch. Ugh, oh. oh, our therapist Karen, total bitch. Bordering on Nazi... She could be a Nazi. We're, she might. We're not certain, but we There's have clues. There's certain tendencies she has. The she, way she combs her hair. She tries to give us solutions. She's always with the solutions. Mm-hmm. Did we go to her with saying, oh, this is a problem and we want a solution? No, we complain. What are, we're two Jews. We're going to complain. We don't want you to fix our problems. Come on now. Solutions. Bunch solutions. of Nazi stuff. Bitch, Karen. Fucking Karen Lebowitz, a total Nazi. So we're getting back from from uh, Karen today, and she gave us a very strange question in the therapy. She was trying to tell us. She was talking to us, and she said, you guys are very codependent. She said codependent? It's like, what are you talking about? We, we live alone. Yeah, it's just us. 
It's just one-on-one therapy. Yeah, we're sitting in there in our collective therapy office, just one-on-one. And she tries to call us a codependent. What even is a codependent? So, she... So, she roughly explained to us that it is... It's like a man who loves another man. Um... But from the bottom, but like in a, it's like in a way that's unhealthy and unsafe. Exactly. And we said, what, Karen, we don't even like you. Who, we don't even who know could, men. Who could we be codependent towards? We don't the know anyone. Judge? The judge? No way. George Lopez, not for us. I would say it's my mother, but she's been dead for 43 years. It's a tragedy. My dear, sweet mother. Uh she was the first one to see my pee-pee. She was. And the last. And the last. Uh, we miss her. You know you're close to a mother when she sees your pee-pee. Right before she died. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're a codependent now, Kevin? Come on. So we, we stormed out of the office, and then she came and she calmed us down, and she said, listen. We were sitting in the stairwell. She said, just... Here is a pamphlet, and I want you to answer these questions. Answer them honestly, she said, like we were a bunch of goddamn liars. She calling us a liar. Wow. She's a liar, that Nazi bitch. Nazi bitch, Karen. It's okay, though. So So we decided we'd humor her. We'd say, oh, Karen, we did your homework, and sure enough, we're not a fucking codependent. So the first question in this pamphlet says, do you have relationships in your life that make you extremely unhappy? Well, for one, I think we both know who that is. Karen. That fucking bitch Karen. That bitch Karen, she makes our lives extremely unhappy. We were completely fine before until we met Karen. Which makes me think, are we codependent with Karen? Hell no. 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 We don't depend on her for nothing. Just what George Lopez made us do. So, do you have relationships in your life that make you extremely unhappy? Yes. Yes. Clearly. Karen. Thanks a lot, Karen. She's making us a codependent. She's clearly... She's trying to make us she's go trying. to jail. We won't let her. She's trying to send us to jail. She is. Have I've... you ever had to take time off from work because of a relationship in your life? Well, here's the thing is we haven't worked in years. We, as a matter of fact, I don't know. Have We've never actually worked. I've never worked a day in my life. We're more self-sufficient. Yeah, I feel like I take care of me and, and like, Dean. When, when we say self-sufficient, we mean like government aid. Yeah, so, so the Social Security and Disability Act pretty much covers us self-sufficiently. But there's also, that's not the only way that we take care of ourselves. We also have a basil farm. We do have a basil farm. I, when I'm feeling dirty, I just lick myself clean. Mm-hmm. Or Dean. Yes, we lick each other clean. We lick each other clean. Um, what was the question? Um, <laughs> I mean. Wow. Has being involved in a specific relationship ever led to you becoming less ambitious? Well, boy, let me tell you. In my work as a recipient of disability checks, I am very ambitious, highly ambitious. In fact, I have been collecting them a little too often sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only one who seems to have the ability to hold me back 
has been uh, Judge Lopez. Judge. He tries to hold me back. I say, but I would like to collect some more now. And he says, no, no, no. He says, that's not how it works. And we said, listen, George. And he'd say, you call me Dr. George. Fine, Dr. George. The thing is, we've been collecting a decent amount of disability, but what if we collected more? We would really like more. So he told us, go see Karen. And we said, if it means we can collect more disability, fine. And he said, no, that doesn't work that way. And we said, and we winked at him back. He, and we, we said, know what he was trying we to know say. what you're trying to say, Dr. He's, George. Yeah. Wink. Does so. that answer your question? <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Have you ever felt the need to set aside dreams you have for yourself because of someone else? Well, I remember as a very small man, I thought, what if I did pornography? Mm-hmm. And I, thought, I remember when we had that realization. We did have that dream. We realized we could do pornographia. And... As the French call it. Pornographia. Exactly. Yes. In California, they refer to it as porno, which feels very on the nose somehow. Mm-hmm. Speaking of on the nose, I really just wanted to do my special one-man act where Dean and I would get up on camera and... Well, you don't need to know the details. But um, we did have to give up our dreams. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Why was that? I mean, when our mother died. When our sweet, sweet mother died. Oh, man. Our penis was was the last thing she saw. And it shriveled up. It has never been hard since. It hath disappeared from the world. 43 years now, and we can no longer do pornography. So. Wow. It's really a tough subject. Kind of a downer. It's a real downer, but I just want to get into it because I want to get honest. Thank so, you. So, when our mother died... Mm. We, God rest her sweet, sweet God soul. God rest her soul. As a way to commemorate her, what's it called when you, you put somebody in, on top of a fire until they turn into ashes? Emancipate? No. We emancipate... No. Oh, cremate! Cremate! We cremated our mother. And we used so, a cremaster so to cremate them. We cremasted her, and then to commemorate her, we cremated Us. our peniles. What we did is we had to chop off the end of our penises, which we hadn't done since we were very young men. Um, remember, uh, remember our bar mitzvah mm-hmm. when the moil came and he said, you two, if you want a bar mitzvah, you have to be circumcised. And, and we, we said, said, cut it all off. <laughs> cut the whole <laughs> just, damn thing off. Just <laughs> shop, make it go gone. He and, said, uh, are you sure? And I say, do you want to get paid or what? And he did it. And, um, so at that point, it still functioned, our penis. It they just, put it back on. Yeah, I mean, did he chop off too much? Yes. Was it still there something? Whoopsly. <sighs> so there we are with our dick in our hands, our mother's dead body lying there about to go up in flames. And we said, no, she would want to take this with her. And we chopped off the remaining penile tissue and put it there in the cremaster so that she could hashtag never forget. It was very cathartic, I must say. Now I understand Catholicism, because this was deeply cathartic. Mm. So, uh, next question. Do you tend to hang on to relationships for as long as possible, even if others would have lost hope? 
Yeah, that bitch Karen makes us feel miserable every time we see her. It's, it's, it's if... been almost a month now, and we were still hanging on to that... Re- oh, hanging <sighs> on, Do you Karen. think this whole quiz is a secret message to us? Karen's trying to get us to quit her so that the judge can put us in jail. Oh my god, Karen. Karen. Oh my god, it's oh, all you making sneaky, sense. sneaky Nazi mm, Karen. You Nazi bitch. Wow. We wow. know a Nazi when we see one. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty clear she is a Nazi. She is. And she's trying to send us to the concentration camps. She's trying to send us back to those camps. Mm-hmm. And we all, we've already been there. We got out 1948. 1948. It and was a few years after the war. In. We'd been hiding underneath the camp. The war had technically ended three years earlier. But we wanted to stay just to be sure. So when we finally tunneled out of the camp and then went back a few years later just to visit and then we left again. Um, and then there was that point in the 90s when we mm, wanted to like protest. So we, we oh. strung ourselves up at the camps. We all remember. Um, no, but so where will we go? I don't want to interrupt you, but I do want to say to our listeners that it is our Sweet 16 next mm. month. Mm. And you're all invited Except It'll be the, the biggest party since 1942 and also our bar mitzvah. Exactly. So, sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. I just didn't want to forget. No, a sweet 16. It's sweet. It's going to be sweet. That's the tagline. Our sweet 16. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet, as as the Backstreet Boys would it's say. It's our super duper sweet 16. It is our super duper sweet We're 16. We're trying to pitch it to the mtv. But they're yes. not really responding. Every time I get off the phone with Umtava, they say, but you are two old Jewish men. And we say, no, we're two Jews, one brain. And, and we're, we're about having, to be 16. And we're about to be 16. But, you know, not everyone's as open-minded as we are. Exactly. Which gets us to, have you ever borrowed money in order to pay for someone else's addiction or personal problems? Yes. When they first put us in jail, we did have to borrow that money. We used our goddamn government money to bail ourselves out of a government system. Wow. I never thought about how it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Wow. Karen also works for the government. You know? Sort of. She really does. Which makes us think we've borrowed money in order to pay for Karen's addiction to the government. Mm. Wow. It's unbelievable. It's all coming together. It's so sad how people just rely on the government like that. Ugh, not us self-made men. (laughs) Karen. Karen. Wow. Do you ever feel as though you care more for other people than you do about yourself? There's honestly no one I care for more than, than us. I mean, we're really the only ones that we care for. Yeah, which makes this question irrelevant. Irrelevant. Not answering that one. Unanswerable. Yeah, it just means... Yeah, exactly. Do you need to... Oh, do you tend Tend to to take care care. of the needs of others before you take care of your own needs? I was actually told as a young man that I have special needs. Mm, Needs much more special than anyone else's. Oh. But it's like they say when you get on an airplane, they say... You get off this plane. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what they say? You know, it reminds me of that one saying. When you get on an airplane and they say, Sir, you are inebriated and you need to get off this flight immediately. It's kind of like that. And then it's like when you refuse and then they just, they start pushing you around because you're two Jews, one brain. They say, oh, I'm an air marshal, so this is legal. And then he hits you in the face and then in your other face. It's just like that. Uh, um, wow. It's like... <laughs> All we wanted was to get on that flight and fly across the United States drunk. And then all we wanted after that was to get new identities so that we could get more government disability money. Where's the problem with that? It's What's entrepreneurial. Wrong with two identities. You're gonna want two, because what if the Nazis come back? Exactly. You're gonna want a very Goisha, your other identity. You understand. They get it. They get it. They better get it. So, do the struggles you have in certain relationships ever cause you to lose sleep at night? Oh, my God. Oh. It's like Karen knows us. Oh. Did, did Karen write this? Karen clearly wrote this. Because here's the thing. Dean, he sleeps like a, like a brick, like a ton of rocks at the bottom of the Hudson. But me, I sleep like a, like a, a reed in the wind under the water. Um, so when I'm, when I'm struggling, when I'm having the nightmares, I tend to, to scream, um, like a, like a phantom. Like a phantom, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like a phantom. Just phantoms I've um, heard and say, yeah, it's pretty similar in that way. So, uh, what I, what I'm trying to say is I've been losing a lot of sleep. Is it about former relationships? Um, I think it's just one of those phantom phantom sleep screams you yeah. have. <laughs> I do suffer from phantom sleep screams. Um, sometimes I will see Judge Lopez in my dreams, and at other times it will be my bubby. Uh, my grandmother, Catherine, she'll look down at me and she will say, um, I need you to get out of my dreams. I'm trying to enjoy heaven here. And then um, she chases me with this uh, this wooden spatula, but it's shaped like a like a razor blade. And she opens her mouth, and my mother is coming out of her mouth. And that's when I realized nine eleven was an inside job. Mm hmm. I remember that day. It was a good day. In conclusion, um, no. Mm, no. Definitely no to that question. Do you ever get the feeling that some of the relationships you're in might destroy you? Karen. Karen. Next question. She will be the death of us. That is all. If you strive to go above and beyond to make sure other people are happy. I've actually never been so happy. Uh, never in my days. I mean, Karen is uh, weighing us down a little bit with her codependency, but... It's like a, like a hot air balloon. Like, we are so buoyant that no matter how many shit bricks... Karen, Karen is puts hanging us. below us. We're mm-hmm. still going to soar off into America. Does Next that question. answer your question? I think so. Okay. Do you live in constant fear that you may be almost ready to lose an important relationship? Ugh. No. Fear. It would be so joyous to cut Karen loose like a ton of bricks. Just yeah. let her fall into the hudson no i mean what let's let's pretend like we're karen for a moment and oh, answer this we're question putting ourselves in other people's in shoes. relation to us 
Mm-hmm. Karen, do you live in constant fear that you may be almost ready to lose an important relationship with two Jews, one brain? Oh, well, oh. thank you for asking two Jews, one brain. Um, I think if I had to I'm answer so that question, worried. I'm just so worried that I'm going to lose my only important clients who are also I one client. Love two Jews, one oh, brain. I just love them so much. That's why I give them terrible advice. Boom. Next question. Do you try to figure out what you what will make people happy so that you can do those things? I did like to make my mother happy. Mm-hmm. God rest her soul. It's been 43 years tomorrow. 43 years. 43 years. Mm. It's so sad that she's going to miss our sweet 16. Uh, uh, and she's going to miss it. She, not just not oh. be there, miss it, but she is going to miss that oh, sweet 16. Man. She is missing out. Remember at our bar mitzvah? Ugh. She went up to the moil and she said, if you can do them both at one time, I'll give you an extra 50 cents. At which point we said, thanks, Ma. Good at business. She was always good at business. Do you spend a great deal of time obsessing about people and relationships in your life? Mm, I mean... We obsess over how much we want Karen out of our goddamn life. Oh, that's life. true. We can't stop thinking about what it would take to get Karen out of our it's life. It's really hurting us. That is true. Again, Karen, you designed this well to make us seem codependent on hating you. Fair. Mm. Have, you- Have you put your career aside in order to care for the needs of another person? Mm, I did once consider going off disability. Mm-hmm. But that was to pursue a career in the army. Mm. They told me, your posture is so bad, you will never fight for your rights. You will never fight cancer. Your posture is so miserable, we're going to have to ask you to get out of here. They said, sir, you are not a normal person. You know the hunchback from Notre Dame? Double it. Double that. You're folded over. Can you suck your own penis, they said. To which I said, I don't even have one of those anymore. That was their first question. At which point, we were fired from the army and went back on disability. Do you ever feel as though someone's... Do you ever feel as though someone you're in a relationship with is manipulating you? I mean, I feel like Karen's trying to get us to see that she is a manipulative Nazi. It's like, I don't know why she would try to let us know that. What Nazi does that? Yeah, like a real Nazi, like like a kind, loving Nazi would come up to you and say, Hey, I'm a manipulative bitch. But no, Karen had to write a whole pamphlet just to see if she could get herself in our heads to make us realize that she was the manipulative bitch Nazi. But, you know, I'm thinking about it, and despite her being a dumb manipulative bitch, True. I do think that maybe she's trying to, uh, trying to help us. <gasps> maybe she's manipulating us for good. Oh my god. Wow. I'd, see, I'd see, never considered that. I'm kind well of... done, Karen. I mean, well I don't want to jump to this, but I'm kind of excited to talk to her about this. Should we... When do we go in to see her? I think it's uh, right before Sweet 16, so... Oh, next Tuesday? Should we make her a quiz? A 3.55 a.m.? We should probably write a counter-quiz. We are codependent, Oh, we're codependent, Karen. Wink. uh, When you're in an argument, do you concede just to make the other person feel better? I've never been in an argument. I don't know what concede means. Fair. 
So let's see if uh, let's see how we did. I feel like we're not codependent. No. It says if you answered yes to ninety nine percent of these questions, you're not codependent. Don't worry about it at all. You're fine. Wow. Well, I feel like we did good today. We did it. It's a firm handshake going on between two Jews. So uh, we're gonna have to ask you to get out of here while we prepare more for our sweet sixteen. Hello and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. This has been two Jews. One brain. We have a brain. We have that brain. First of all, we'd like to thank Karen Leibowitz. She's been a real Nazi. She has been a solid Nazi. We have come to the conclusion that yes, although she may be a Nazi. Total Nazi. Total Nazi. Also, pretty good. She's she's a Nazi. Like, of the Nazis, she's definitely up there. There's a lot of famous therapists who are also Nazis. She may be creme de la creme of them. Listen, everybody does good, everybody does some bad, a little bit of both. You know, we gotta learn to forgive. Forgive and forget. Mostly forget. Mostly forget. That's the best way to forgive. So this has been a whole episode, a whole episode of Two Juice on Brain. And we'd like to thank our sponsors. We've got a uh, Blue Apron. Blue Apron, it's fine. Eh. You know, if you, you know. need food delivered to your house because you're crippled or something, Blue Apron. It's food. It's food. Which reminds it's us, it's fine. Uh, another sponsor, Del Taco. Oh, Del Taco. Do you like stuffing your holes? It's, it's nearby. nearby. And yeah. also, uh, little passports. Little passports. They're tiny like, passports. They're like normal passports, but they're pretty small. Your kids will love them. They... Your, your grandparents might too. They don't work as a real passport. No, it's not going to do much for you. But it's so cute. Honestly, it's adorable. When your kid hands that tiny, tiny passport to the security official, they will say, this isn't a valid form of identification. Little passports. Little passports. It's not a valid form of identification. Thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, we're deeply concerned about you. Talk to your therapist. Our therapist was Kevin Leibowitz. And to, uh, to judge, to judge, uh, Dr. George Lopez. George I'm sorry. Lopez. Your honor, Dr. George Lopez. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye now.